Hello and welcome to Mother's Voice Podcast. If you'd like to learn more about our other events, you can go to weriseinlove.com. Weriseinlove.com. Hello everyone, this is Monsef Afkar and thank you so much for joining us today in this new episode of Mother's Voice Podcast. Um, very happy to connect with you here and um, have you join us here in this really beautiful space. And also very excited that Susan Taylor Shire is, is with us on the show. Um, really, really uh, love the energy she brings, the work she does. Um, I worked with her before um, several times uh, on, on my other show and really love the, the message, that she, message that she brings. Um, it's really um, like through, through her books that's, that's, um, that's already like, really it, it, it really helps to, to have this feeling of, of coming back home to, to, to understand and also know the connection, the multidimensional connections that we have and that really help us to um, understand and also shape our, uh, how to say, purpose and gifts that are here um, in, in, this, uh, in this planet Earth to, to share and to um, contribute to, to uh, humanity's um, evolution. And really, I, I really love that uh, everything she does and the work she does and also the support that she brings to, um, to the world. So uh, very excited that she's here with us uh, today on the show. Um, and I would love, before we start, I would love to share with you a little bit about her. So Susan Taylor Shire is the founder of Soul Mastery and the highly established, internationally acclaimed author, spiritual counselor, intuitive healer, and medium. Using the Akashic Records and along with her cherished guides, the beloved, she magically allow, allows you to experience a deep homecoming with love igniting infinite possibilities for all facets of your life. She has helped tens of thousands of over, uh, for over 24, uh, 24 years, inspiring the revelation of each person's in inherent spiritual wealth to flourish. She guides you to come alive to the power of your magnificent self in her book trilogy, um, Soul Mastery, Accessing the Gifts of Your Soul, Soul Radiance, Bring bring your soul riches to, to life and the third one is soul reunion the return home from separation these works serve as the foundation for her unique perf profound work through private sessions trainings and rejuvenating retreat adventures susan brings you into the potent magical connection with your soul gifts strengths, and purposes while dissolving uh all that keeps you from your uh, your wealth of fulfillment and you can find her on her website soulmastery.net soul s o u l mastery m a s t e r y.net and uh, yeah so with that susan welcome to the show we're happy to have you with us here uh, always great to be with you monsef it's like we're old friends old uh, friends here on planet earth and old friends from other star systems and old friends on a spiritual journey i just love it so thank mm. you yeah thank you thank you so much susan and yeah i always feel happy when whenever um we connect or um co-create uh something whether here or on my other show and yeah it's it's it, it brings so much joy and 
also upliftments and it's uh, it's it's really uh, i feel inspired what you are sharing and also uh, the time where we connect so thank you so much for that and um, so yeah in, well, in, <laughs> so uh, maybe my first question um, would be maybe if you can share with us a little bit about yourself i sh I, I read your bio but i would love if you can tell us more um on your own words like about how you started your work and uh, um, what led you to to uh, to do what you are doing now okay great well i feel as though in this lifetime i was i was designed to do what i'm doing because i call myself a divine cheerleader <laughs> and mm -hmm. um that's part of my soul's gift and strength and i was very quiet and uh, numb and shy as a child and then i hit puberty which i believe is when our soul starts coming forward which is important to know as we're talking about this a wonderful subject of children to understand that puberty isn't just about hormones and pimples. <laughs> puberty is about the soul coming forward and a, a person's soul gifts coming forward. And it's an awkward time for them because they're making decisions about what they want to do with their life from the inside out. That's another topic. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I was very shy. And then all of a sudden I decided I wanted to be a cheerleader in high school which is just the opposite. And somehow I was able to be a cheerleader and then I was captain of the cheerleading squad. And that's what made me feel good. I love cheering people on. And um, when I'm engaging with people, um, you could say I'm an extrovert, but I'm sort of half in between. I love my own quiet time and internal space, but I just love people and um, so after that, I went to live in a community and I was drawn there because I could do energy work. It was like Reiki, but we did attunement. So I got to learn energy work from the very beginning. I was like, I've got to do this. And they said, well, you have to, you know, do your uh, chores. And I'm like, okay, but I got to do the energy work too. <laughs> and mm -hmm. then after I left the community, I just started to find my way um, through to different modalities and found the Akashic Records and started working with the Akashic Records and uh, what I call soul mastery, which is learning how to bridge your spiritual world and your physical world. Now, it sounds like it was all hunky-dory, but it was not <laughs> all the way. <laughs> I feel like I've had every challenge that, you know, basically every challenge that there is in the community. I was married and then my husband um, chose another woman who was my best friend and, you know, just mm -hmm. all sort of yummy things like that to have to work with, to have greater compassion for what we work with. I've had physical challenges. I've had, I had my parent, my mother die when I was 30 and um, my father die and most of my uncles and aunts are gone actually all of them are gone now and my three siblings died in the last six years so family and this whole matter of family i have really had to regroup over and over again about what the nature of family is and i'm so grateful for my connection to my invisible 
family. And I have tons of spiritual family people all over the globe between clients and friends and all of that because I've moved um, a few times. And um, I have people from all over the globe that are part of my family. And it's really been wonderful to feel that we can create family no matter who uh, we're with. And actually spiritual family is deeper than physical family quite often, even though they don't know all your quirks and stuff like that necessarily. But when you know that people feel and see and understand you, that's remarkable. And that's what I love to do for people is to help them feel seen and heard and understood at the deepest level. And like you said, Monsef, allow people to feel like they know home base within them. And that is the true, uh, the truest dimension of home that there is and family and yeah, just a sense of Ah, that sense, and, and you know, it, it really, when you think about it, when we look for um, the, the mother-child relationship, we're looking for a sense of home base and family. And to be able to have that um, is wonderful um, from the inside out. And that is the true spiritual mother's uh, voice speaking. <laughs> yeah, okay. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you so much. I uh, really love that. And um, yeah, I, I agree with you when when um, we have this this connection, um, like the spiritual or multi-dimensional connection, we really have this um, sense of, of being home. And and also like from my experience when I was reading your work, it's it, um, it was that feeling of being home and also excitement and, and joy uh, knowing um, like uh, the soul group uh, where I belong and um, the support that is available. So yeah, that was a great experience. And, mm. and, also, talk, yeah. and also talking about the relationship between mother and, and her kid or kids, um, because when we uh, chose to in incarnate in, in this lifetime, there was soul contracts um, that we agreed upon uh, before coming. And so I would love if we can talk more about that um, because like those soul contracts, they, they shape and uh, like the, our life experience that we are having uh, with, our, uh, with other people. And I would love if you can talk more specifically about that, like the kind of soul contracts that can be between the mother and her, her child. Yes, absolutely. You know, there's endless contracts. I've been doing this work for 27 years, actually. Um, and I notice over and over again that it, you know, the contracts we have depend on and often relate to how we've known a person even before Earth incarnations. When we were in different planets, different universes together, we knew each other and that will create a sense of um, bondedness with that person at a soul level, that child at a soul level. But at the same time, we, if that's the case, then we will often have the same challenges as our child and therefore be triggered all over the place by their challenges and they will be triggered by us and um, have a tendency to push us away more because they want to find their independence and they feel so deeply connected at the same time. 
So there's that level of soul challenge and we're really designed to help each other to rectify those challenges. So, but again, it's hard because the bond is so close. It's like, I want this person in my life because they're a soul, uh, part of my soul family, but they're also the cha greatest challenge in my life. And so I love helping people with those kinds of things. Now, another part will be um, karmic contracts that we've had with our children. And they relate to what you might call unfinished business, but really it's a feeling of often of owing that person, that child or the mother something. And the feeling is I owe them. And so you feel hooked into that person, particularly mothers and children will feel like, oh my gosh, I owe them something. I haven't done enough for them. I know I haven't done enough for them. There's more for me to do and the over-responsibility throughout their life, even as adult children, I must take care of them endlessly, um, can really take away from your own heart being filled with what it is you need because you're looking for your son or daughter, one of your sons or daughters, to um, fulfill something for you. Then on the other side, there can be a feeling that for a child, that they owe something to their mother. And so they will sacrifice their whole life to take care of the mother. And that it can be a real weight as well. And that will be karmic also. That feeling of, oh my gosh, my mother is getting older or my father is getting older. And I, particularly the mother connection, I have to take care of them, you know, for the last 10 years of their lives. And nobody's really that happy with that. And what that can relate to as well is that the child is still looking for home and family, umbilical connection to mother unconsciously. So the secondary gain, I call it, is that the child will say, okay, if I take care of my mother, then they will finally love me or take care of me, unconscious, soul level things, they will take care of me the way I've always wanted to be taken care of. But it never happens that way because when a mother gets older like that, um, they have a lot of needs and they can't fulfill the needs of the child. So the mother ends up taking and taking and taking and the child is completely exhausted uh, taking care of the mother and still never getting a feeling of their needs met. So when I work with people and get the child, for instance, reconnected to their soul sense of home and family, ah, oh, they can relax and get clear about the true right thing to do for their mother as they are in their later years. So that's another great example of um, karmic contracts or a feeling of wanting to have somebody else fulfill your soul when it's really not your job okay that was a long sentence huh <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, it, it was powerful I, I really loved it and yeah it's 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 really interesting to, to understand um, the relationship with, between the mother and her children um, from that perspective and um, uh, also I, I would love if, if we can maybe uh, go deeper into that subject um, because sure. also like um, as, as maybe you mentioned earlier, um, like through work, it's 
you also help others to, to know um, their soul groups uh, that they are, okay. they are belonging to and uh, which, um, which really, um, how to say, um, help with the experience that we are having uh, here on earth and also uh, what we are um, called to create and also uh, people that we are, we, we feel deeply connected to. So um, like between, like if, for example, if a mother and, and her kid, they belong to the same soul group or not, how, how this can affect their, their relationship? Very definitely. Um, if they are from the same soul group, then the feeling is um, that one or the other is here to help them get back to um, that connection. So if a person is from a soul group that's all about love, for instance, then the um, child will feel as though, um, well, it'll be one way or the other. It could be one way or the other. It, it's amazing how it goes back and forth depending on the pattern. So for instance, if a mother, and I work with lots of children who've had very poor mothers, okay? And the mother and child are from the same uh, place. And maybe it's the planet of divine love, as I talk about it in my Soul Mastery book, the different worlds we've come from. And maybe they're from the planet of love. And then the mother is very absent because she has so many soul challenges and incapacity to do love. It doesn't make sense to the child at all. So if you've ever seen pictures, which I did years ago, of a child that had been a, a small, very small child who had been abused by the mother, but she's screaming, I don't want to be taken from my mother. And you could say, well, that's just, you know, any child wouldn't want to be taken from their mother. But even older children will feel like I can't leave my mother because she is my connection to love, even if they've been abused. And this will happen with um, adult relationships, men and women, all sorts of situations where you feel like you're hooked into this person because you have this soul connection, but they're not good for you. They're not really helping you. And so the feeling is they're not letting their, you think they're going to get you back in touch with your greatest soul gifts and strengths, but it's not your, their job. It's only your job to do that, to get in touch with that for yourself. And again, that's why I love doing it for people is because I really, really um, feel that until you get that resolve, then the feeling is that um, you're constantly looking for somebody outside yourself that's going to give you that sense of home and family. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Uh, I love that. And yeah, um, I, I totally agree with you. It's it's more about going within and um, finding the, the love, finding that, um, that's yeah. what, what, what we are looking for within. And this also will help maybe also shift the relationships that's, that we are having. And it will be like a totally different experience. Um, yeah. And, and let me make one little comment about right. the going in piece that you mentioned, yeah. going within, not being. 
So often we say we need to go within. And I work with people all the time. They get frustrated because then they go, well, I can't find the love within. Actually, the within space relates to our universal sense of self as well. Our universal sense of self that we have to connect with. And that's why I love helping people get connected with their uh, universal self. Because, um, how do I want to put it? Um, that's what is going to allow them to feel that they have it within themselves after that. Do you see? Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, thank you, Good. Susan. And uh, um, yeah, uh, also another thing is, is that we are born with um, our soul gifts, um, which really help us in, in the way we, we, we live our life and we create uh, and also relate to, to our purpose. So, um, and maybe now in, in these times, more and more kids, they are, um, they are uh, born very connected to their gifts, um, more than, much more than adults. So how um, a mother can hold the space and help her kid um, like stay connected to, 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 to their yeah. soul gifts or if, if they are not like helping them to, to access them and connect to them? So the first thing, I do what I call surrogate uh, sessions so that I can work with a, mother, a child through the mother mm -hmm. because often children aren't ready. Even, you know, when they're very small, they're not ready. When they're teenagers, they don't want anything to do with it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Although that is changing quite a bit. It's remarkable. And then when they're in their 20s and 30s, it's like forget about it. They're on their own. So what I do is I work with a person's surrogate with the mother uh, to be able to help that child. And it's remarkable how it works because we still are as mothers umbilically connected to our uh, children uh, for a very long time. So when I help them um, to have this surrogate in um experience I what I'll do is we'll we'll help the mother to connect to the child and have the child uh, connect through them <laughs> I know it sounds a little funny to their capacity as a soul and their uh, world and love and all the resources they're missing so for instance if I work with a, a, a child I'll ask the mother okay so what is it that this child is missing in their life and maybe they've been bullied or they feel powerless so I will help them get connected to that place um, to be able to feel that sense of power again from their soul and bring it in. And it's remarkable how it helps a child. And a child is going to be far more available to that experience. And all you have to do is say to your child, would you like some help getting more, feeling more powerful or less bullied in your life? And if they say yes, then you have their soul for permission. Way more, uh, ex uh, the child is way more accessible to that than they are to a bunch of therapy, which they are not going to um, be very keen on because mm -hmm. they don't, you know, they don't feel that a therapist is going to help them. Right. They don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, uh, yeah, I totally agree. Uh, um, I really love that. And um, also how, um, because uh, like you said, um, like the mother need to ask for, for their permission first. And also in, in, in the families where it's like um, subjects like, like that are not, um, maybe yes. they are not very open to that. How, how yes. um, she can um, maybe um, like open, open the subjects uh, within the family and talk more about that, about their multidimensionality, their soul gifts uh, and origins. Um, so how, how a mother uh, can, can bring those subjects to the family? Well, it, the important piece is for the mother to be connected to their soul gifts first, and then right. they can talk to the child about it. Because if you're not connected, then you can't say, well, to their child, I want you to get connected to the best that you are because I want you to be this great person in life. And, you know, it's, it, it sort of smacks of, I want you to be a vet, or this is what I want for you, or this is et cetera, et cetera, you see? <laughs> yeah. So then it comes, you know, it's the mother's desire. And that's never cool for um, a child to have their parent telling them what to do, especially if they're over about eight years old. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so if you're connected to your soul family, and that's part of why I wrote the book about uh, soul mastery, talking about the different worlds that we've come from. If you understand how that works, that we come from different worlds, and I can explain to the mother, this is the world that you come from, uh, that their child comes from, then the child, then the mother can say to them very simply, um, this is one of your gifts and strengths. Would you like to learn more of that? And doesn't that register for you, et cetera? Okay, so mm -hmm. yeah. Does that, does that help? Does that explain yeah. it a little better? And then yes. sometimes yeah. uh, I will have the mother, have the child actually read the chapter about, about them. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah, beautiful. And uh, I also love that, that you mentioned um, that the mother uh, needs to be uh, connected to her soul gifts first because um, yeah. the words alone, they, they don't, how to say, they don't transmit the, the energy and really the message that the person wants to transmit to, to the other. And when um, when a mother, she, she's connected to her soul gifts, it's like the connection and the what she yeah. transmits to her child, it's it's much powerful than the words that she, that she is saying. Uh, it's it's more about the experience that she's sharing with her with her uh, children yes and the um, when the mother is connected to their soul gifts then they're not looking to the child to fulfill those gifts because we as parents really feel like you know that there's so many areas in our life where we failed we wish we'd done it differently and right. we want our child to fulfill that and then uh, they can't because that's not their job to fulfill something for us um, and so then they get into trouble and then they're codependent on their child to fulfill them and that doesn't work either and then the child is going to run run away <laughs> right, <laughs> right? Yeah. so um, yeah, they're going to run away because 
they don't want to be burdened um yeah by that yeah yeah and, and, and I, I see that a lot in um in many uh, families i know where the kid when um when they, they get older they they just don't spend time with with their parents because yeah. there there is a lot of pressure uh going on and that that they that they are feeling so it's it just that they are looking elsewhere and they try to maybe run away to feel more uh how to say much less yeah. pressure yeah yes exactly exactly so you know they feel that um velcro feeling that um ah that the parent is sort of putting on them i need you i need you i need you and that is just so important to release for sure yeah mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah and also this uh, can can happen also it, it depends on on the culture um like uh in the culture uh, yes, for, for my my culture it's it's more about how to say in, in general it's like the most important um or the main focus is is the kids uh and much more important than anything else and yeah. it's we, we just maybe uh awakening to the the fact that we are the most important person in our life and then um experiencing that can really help uh like take the relationship with the kids to, to the next level so that also can can um can affect this uh the relationship between the parents and and the kids yes absolutely and as parents we sort of live through our children and then when our children uh, go off on their own there's a feeling of very very dire loss and then it's like the, the children feel dedicated to have to stay with their parents and then they end up having to take care of their parents and and everybody um i mean family and home can be a very beautiful thing i'm not going against that at all but we want to change the nature of it so that everyone feels personally fulfilled and then their children are a an aspect and an extension of that fulfillment versus my family is my only fulfillment and then you know when that's the case again mothers can get very very sad when a child isn't um, 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 you, um, you know, giving to them in the way they still need it because they're looking for their child to do that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, beautiful. Uh, thank you so much, Suzanne. Uh, ah, ah. <laughs> yeah, it, it was really amazing talking to you again and have you on the show. And bef before um, we end the episode, uh, do you have any any message to, to mothers who, who are listening to us? Oh, yes. Um, not only is it important to love yourself and feel connected to your soul and its own gifts and sense of home so that you can guide your child from a larger perspective, but respect is extremely important. It's one of the things that we've lost often we want love so badly from our children that we will um, not be honored by our children and not um, command respect for them. And if we don't command respect from our children as a huge aspect of love, 
then our children never learn to A, respect themselves, and B, respected by others. And this all goes into bullying. There's Bullying is so on the rise. And that's not because there isn't enough love, it's because there isn't enough respect. And parents showing that they, res um, they have self-respect and respect is extremely important so they can teach that to children. And so when children come home from school, they feel that they're going to be respected by their parents when, and so they can say to them, this is harmful, this is hurtful to me, rather than just staying closed about it because they don't know how to bring it up with their family because respect hasn't been talked about. Mm -hmm. So respect yeah. is really, really, really important. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, and it really helps the, the kid to, to feel safe being, um, yes. being themselves. Uh, and which is really, yeah. really important, yeah. That's very, very important piece. Yes, that the mm -hmm. child needs to feel safe to be themselves. Absolutely. And our own sense of respect is what will um, do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. Thank you so much, uh, Susan. Um, yeah, it, it was really amazing uh, having you on the show. So thank you so much for that. Thank you for everything you shared. It was really inspiring. Uh, I loved um, the, the subjects that you, you brought. So um, thank you for that. And uh, yeah. You're welcome. I'm so, I love working with mothers and children and to inspire all of us to be the best parent um, and the best children to our parents that we can possibly be. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, thank you uh, again, Susan. And uh, everyone, you can find uh, Susan um, and also contact her on her website, uh, soulmastery.net, soulmastery.net, um, soul, S-O-U-L, mastery, M-A-S-T-E-R-Y.net. And uh, yeah, so, so with that, everyone, thank you so much for, for being here with us, for joining us um, in today's episode. Very happy that we could connect again. And uh, thank you for co-creating with us these really wonderful experiences. So um, yeah, so with that, I'm sending you so much love and I will see you on the next episode. Bye-bye everyone. If you'd like to learn more about our other events, you can go to weriseinlove.com. We rise in love.com.